Hey, it's episode 41 of Griff's Brain Dump and it's me, Griff, obviously. How are you all doing? Um, you're doing good, you're doing well. Uh, last week's podcast was pretty dead, wasn't it? Come listen to me, listen to me, it was pretty dead, it's pretty weird. Uh, I was just tired, proper tired. But this one I'm recording on a Friday night inside my house, not from the car, from my room instead. Um, I just felt like... Doing on the Friday because I'm gonna be busy. We'll be busy Saturday night, Sunday. That's it's gonna be all too action-packed. So I'm recording this early in the week. So if something mad happens on Saturday, and I'm not talking about it in the podcast, that is why. Okay, so don't don't think I'm just ignoring it. It's just full disclosure. But anyway, let's get straight in to the podcast. What has been happening this week? More, more revelations. More now it's going coming to my world. Louis C.K., one of my favourite comedians. He's a he's a proper jerk. <laughs> Pun. Yeah, he's a bit of a wanker. <laughs> Pun. No, it's um, it's pretty mad actually. I don't want to play down the crazy things he's done. If you don't know, he's been accused by five different women. Um, three have been named. No, four have been named. One's um, chose not to be named. Has been accused of masturbating in front of them at various points throughout his career. Um, now, what, what's going on? What's going on, with people, man? Um, I see some people, obviously, my Facebook's covered full of comedians, so a lot of people doing the whole, you know, I don't concern myself with people's personal lives. Okay, look, that that's cool when someone is doing something that's you know just of their personal taste and just not not illegal you know <laughs> it's not sinister you use that line where someone like has come out gay you know well you know what they do in their personal life, summer business if they dress up as some like as oh, it's like dressing up it's like okay what they're doing in their personal life, summer business but when uh when people actually wank at work at colleagues, um, that's that's not in their personal life. Um, so yeah, that that that's kind of affect things. <laughs> just a, just a, just a tiny bit, you know. Imagine to go into your office, bloody head of head of HR. Come to my office. Why well, I need to discuss uh, your pension plan. All right, cool. Just close the door behind you. All right. They start having a wank. Man or woman, just masturbating in front of you. Just trying to carry on a normal conversation. It's like, um, yeah, you know, what you do in your personal life. <laughs> this doesn't work, right? It's right in front of you. Um, that is sinister, man. I need to actually think, like, what would I do if, like, that's one of my friends? You know, if, like, because the way these things are just, like, coming out, this it seems like it could be any bloke, any bloke you know. Could be the next one in line. Just, just done some messed up things in their past, and it's always coming out. Like if you are a guy who's done something really fucked up, like you've like if you're in Hollywood, right? You've got to be sweating right now. It's damage limitations. Like do you do you come clean to your wife and get ahead of the story, or do you just like wait it out and just hope it blows over? Because they're just dropping off like flies. 
Now, you start, if you're someone who's good, like you're clean, like I'm going to go like Obama, for example. He's clean. You know he's clean. He's, he's the president. He's had so much shit thrown at him by the Republicans and by just other secret services that they'd want to throw him off. And nothing came out about this guy in his whole eight years. Unblemished. So if you're him, you're sleeping, you sleep nicely at night. But if you are that guy, this is the time to actually be found out to be cheating on your wife. No joke. This is time to be, this is time. Because people are just like, yeah, so? Like, the person you cheated with, like, were they conscious? Yep. Did they consent? Yeah. What the, what the fuck are you telling us for then? Just get out of the way. Just, we're not interested in this right now. <laughs> That's what I do. R&B singers, rappers, actors. Now, reveal your mistresses and side pieces. Reveal them now. This is the time. And in that statement, say that you'd never rape someone. Or you'd never masturbate in front of someone. And that is the way to manage that from a PR perspective. That's how I'd advise them. See, if Kevin Hart has waited a few months to get caught cheating... What happened to Kevin Hart? No one cares about that anymore, do they? The same manager as Louis C.K. Like, with, oh, that manager must be just doing his nothing. You know, what? Like, what, a few months ago? Was it even a few months ago? One of your clients caught on tape. It's like, you know, what's his name? Something, uh, I can't think what their manager's name. I think it's Dave something, though. He's like, Dave is bad. It's bad. Well, I've been caught cheating. How bad have you been caught? It's like, ah, they've got video. So he's had to deal with that. Then he's had to deal with Louis C.K. Uh, there's some reports about me. What, 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 how bad are these reports? Um, they're saying I, I masturbated in front of these women. Did you actually do it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, no, I, I fully did that. Like it's, what's weird is right, he's come out with uh, an apology which um, is worded perfectly, but it's just when you do certain things, like apology never just seems, never seems like it will suffice. You know, you can't be, um, you can't wank in front of someone and then apologise. Like, ah, uh, do you know what? <laughs> you know, post-come realisation. Now I've just came. Um, I realised this... This whole situation, yeah, um, pretty weird. I apologise. Um, can we can we just like never talk about this again? Is that cool? Is that cool view? Can we do that? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm not trying to trivialise it. It's just it's a bit crazy for me. That's all it is. It's just all a bit crazy for me to get my head around. You see sinister, sinister guys. I don't know. Well, um. What else we have in the news as well? Meek Mill. He's been uh he's been arrested after his uh breaking his what's the word, probation? It's on like a five year probation. Now I was initially like, hey, you know, you're on probation, you've got a set of rules and you ain't abided by those rules, so now you've been nicked. And I thought it was just very simple. And then I read to the details of the case and you know, I'm not going to be quite walking around with a hashtag free meek t-shirt on. Um, he doesn't know me and I don't know him, so that'd be weird. But reading the details of the case, the judge proper has the thing against him. According to his lawyer anyway. 
going to the defence lawyer. Apparently the judge wanted Meek to um to drop her name in one of his songs. Basically just rap about how she's messed up his life. He thought it was a joke, said no. Um, she was like, no, I'm being very serious. Then she told him to leave Rock Nation and sign for one of her friends who runs a record label back in Philly. That's just too much. And she turned up to his, um, his community service. She just sat there and watched him. But that isn't what judges do. Um, I think both the parole officer and the prosecution said, yeah, though um, he shouldn't get any jail time. And she's gone, mm, I hear what you're saying. No jail time. But here's what I'm thinking. Two to four years. <laughs> you ain't mentioned me in this song. So, fuck him. I mean, just... It's just a cycle, isn't it? When you end up in these institutions, whether it's like mental health or... Um, like the police, the prison system. So once you're in... It's so easy to stay in there. Because life just becomes harder. I just walk a tighter line. It's mad, man. It's absolutely mad. Um, so it seems harsh, but he's got Jay-Z behind him. And he's got money. So he'll, he'll be out. He'll be out in time. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. And when he does get out, he'll probably have some fire music. So all rappers do that. You need that prison time to make that fire music, right? <laughs> um, and, you know, I don't know. Um, it's just a bit, it's just this world. world's falling apart. It's going crazy, isn't it, this world? It's all, all fucking crazy back in the good old days where you could just leave your front door open because you had fuck all to nick in your house in the good old days where you could just say what you wanted. Because, you know, more people are actually marginalised and they weren't allowed a voice to actually complain about things. You know, in the good old days. <laughs> oh, man. Very good old days. Well, um... Tell you what's been going on in the news. Well, I think that felt funny. Was, um... The RMT strikes as well. Yeah, those, they were called off, luckily. Because if you don't know, the RMT strikes, they were on because of... Uh, the members of the union said that drive... Not driverless. A driverless train would be dangerous, right? <laughs> Am I right? Well, that's it. I guess a DLR drives itself fine. But they ha- they have drivers. They're still humans operating the DLR. They're just not on the train all the time. But um, guardless trains are dangerous. So basically, they need drivers... I think the union is saying that drivers having to operate the doors is dangerous. Like, it's it's nuts. It's really dangerous. So you need guards to actually be um, manning the doors and opening and closing the doors. The driver shouldn't be responsible for all those things. So, you know, a strike was going to be called. Um, and the head of the RMT, I think his name is Mike Lynch. Yeah, he... Um, he he was on the front of the Evening Standard, branded hypocrite. That was the headline. Hypocrite. He's hypocrite with an exclamation mark. Hypocrite. Um, here's the three punch. Lo- here's three uh, bullet points on the front page. Today, a rail union went on strike, causing thousands of commuters to suffer chaos. Their reason? Unsafe driver-only trains. But 
Look how their boss gets to work on a driver-only train. Hypocrite. Um, no, not 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 really. Um, he's still got to go to work. <laughs> that makes no sense. They're like they're trying to create a story here. He's what is he meant to do? The guy works in one place where a train station is, and he lives in another place where a train station is. And he takes the train to work. Yet he's a hypocrite because he got on the train where that's the only option to get on. And because he says he's unsafe doesn't mean that... It is, he said he was less safe. It is, I don't think he said he was completely unusable. And even if he did, he still used it. He's got to get to work. That's like someone going, oh, the NHS isn't fit for purpose. Look at this man. He says the NHS is a fit for purpose. But look where he is with his broken leg. In an NHS hospital. Hypocrite. Hypocrite. <laughs> he's like, no. He's not, he's not a hypocrite. That isn't what a hypocrite means. Is he meant to just avoid using trains all his life. And here's the thing, right? Then the other, um, there's another boss. Yes, he's this assistant general secretary, Mike Clinch. Who's their top guy? Let's find it. What's his name? He had a funny name. It made me laugh. That's it. Union boss Mike Cash. Mike Cash is his name. The RMT boss Mike Cash. Um, and I love this because what they do, try to create a story where you as Joe Public hate these people. See, this is what these papers do. Um, here you go. Something else. Someone else sitting pretty in the mornings is RMT boss Mike Cash. Uh, the union's general secretary whose pay package totaled 1,443,483 pounds travels part of his way to work by car in his Toyota Prius like come on now he's not what are at one that's not really a luxury car two um, how else is he meant to travel from his house to the train station they say he could use a bus fine so what point are you making one guy you're having to go out for using public transport to get to work. The other guy you're having to go out for not using public transport to go to work. Like you've contradicted yourself in the same article, Evening Standard. It's a shambles. It's a sh 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 shambles. But here is the thing, though. I'm not going to lie. Here's the thing that does undermine the whole process. Because it, remember, it was uh, a strike about safety. It's been resolved now. How's it been resolved? By having more technology on the trains to improve safety? No. Is it by having, you know, guards on the train to operate the doors as they've been protesting for? No. So what is it, Darren? Oh, the drivers have got a pay rise. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, the, it was really unsafe. But now you've paid me more. Yeah, no, it's, it's not that unsafe now. What do you mean? You said it was really unsafe. Yeah, no, I'm on 80 grand a year now, so... I don't know what you're talking about. It's um, seems pretty safe to me. And to be fair, that shows you how much they care, how much integrity they had. As in, as a union, I can't blame the individual drivers. If someone negotiates over on my behalf and now I'm getting paid more, great. But I mean, if I'm really concerned about safety, you can't pay me away if I really care. You know, you, just, you can't you can't get paid away for that. But no, these guys have. 
they, they lack integrity. It's appalling. It's bloody appalling, that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's just a bit of a mess, man. It's, it's a bit of a mess. Um, them being paid away. And so forth. on the subject of money, what about those Paradise Papers? Now, I didn't read them, okay? I didn't read them because they're of no interest to me. It's, every few years they do this. They just find celebrities, rich people, doing tax avoidance, which isn't tax evasion. Yeah, tax avoidance is what it says on the tin. Working the system to avoid tax. Like we all do. If someone said to you, look, you can buy this for £100. Yeah, because that's got tax included. We can pay £80 for it with no tax included. Would you not ask what you need to do to pay £80? If you would, that's tax avoidance. If it's legal. Tax evasion is illegal. You're evading taxes. You've, you've made a transaction. You're meant to pay taxes on it. You're not paying it. That's tax evasion. That's illegal. Tax avoidance is just smart business practice. And most of us, we don't have enough assets to even warrant spending time or money trying to avoid tax. <laughs> it's just not in our best interest. We don't have those assets to be doing that. But they're trying to like drag people like Lewis Hamilton. Yeah? Lewis Hamilton. He paid £18.3 million for a private jet. He got £3.3 million back in VAT. Um, if you don't know how businesses work, okay, um... When you pay out for things that have VAT on, you are in a VAT reclaim position. That's every business in the UK that's based in the UK that's got no tax avoidance scheme. That's just normal VAT practice. But they report these things and the layperson just sees 3.3 million. He got 3.3 million back. He, this little Hamilton bastard robbed us. We ain't paying any bloody taxes, bloody bastard. They're all robbing us, them rich bastards, all robbing us. And me, poor bastard, I work 70 hours a day, yeah? Didn't go to school, so the maths ain't all there, but 70 hours a day. And I have to pay my taxes. I mean, yeah, I get paid cash in hand, I don't pay any taxes at all, but still got to pay my taxes, rich bastards. Now, I ain't trying to trivialise the thing, right? But that's one thing, it's pure business practice, that's just normal. Second one, the man lives in Monaco. He says it in the article, he lives in Monaco. So why are you now chastising this dude? If the dude doesn't live here, why should he be paying taxes here? Just because he's rich, just trying to claim the tick. Leave him alone. Alright? Like, and, and what annoys me most about it, it's not even... I'm not moaning that people don't know about tax. There's only very few people know about tax, right? And they get paid a lot of money to advise big companies on how to avoid tax. Massive complex structures and financial like processes to do it. Fine. I'm not having a go at anyone who doesn't understand tax. I'm not, un- not having a go at anyone who's upset about these tax stories through lack of understanding. Hey, madam, people who do piss me off the most, though, the ones who get found to be used these tax avoidance schemes and start doing this groveling shit. Oh, 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 I didn't didn't know, but I'm going to investigate this straight away. Now, shut up. That would have been literally one of the key reasons you signed up for your company to invest in these things. 
you want tax efficient investments you would have specifically requested that so don't try it out like you didn't know it's tax efficient everyone should take uh what's his name the dude from google something schmidt about five six years ago right when google were right in the thick of not paying um corporation tax because i think they're based in bermuda in north america and they're based in like ireland here so you get lower tax rates people around the guy they don't pay tax they should pay this much tax then operations are mainly in america and then the uk but they've put their bases in these places to pay less tax the ceo of google said this um no that's that's exactly what we do uh we are a corporation this is a capitalist system and i'm very proud of our tax policies and in the future we aim to pay even less tax do you know what position that leaves a journalist in you know what i mean like when someone keeps you banned bang to rights what can you do when they're just like yep that was my intentions I mean, I don't suggest this for any of the celebrities getting done in these, like, kind of rape scandals. <laughs> like, no, that's not the method you use, guys. I mean, did you sexually assault this person? Yes, yes, I did. And I plan to do more. Nope, nope. PR guy is just going to smash his head against the table, just like, oh, God. Oh, Jesus. He's like, <laughs> don't be the one. That's don't, don't use that technique. Not in that situation, no. No, 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 no. One of these Paradise Papers, man, this is what they do. Is they give you half a story, or don't explain it properly to people, and then they get upset. They just don't fully understand. It's getting people hyped up for things they shouldn't need to be hyped up about. There's nothing to worry about in the world. You know? Nothing to be worried about in the world, and we get annoyed about just small shit. It's not even small victories we get from fighting these battles either. It's just small losses because we waste our time not fighting these proper issues. Like I've spent all day winding people up on my friend's thread. There was this guy who was on like Vanessa Felt's radio show. Black guy says that he doesn't find black women attractive. And he, he was derogatory and he was, yeah, the things he was saying were just, just generally out of order. But my point is, is so what? People say out of all the things. And I've just got like, I've got a little flow chart of how to work these problems out, right? When someone calls you ugly or your demographic ugly, yeah? Ask yourself this one question. Do you want to bang them? Like, do you want to have sex with a person that called you ugly? If the answer is no, then you didn't want to bang them anyway. Move on. If the answer is yes... And guess what? They don't want to bang you. So move on. Otherwise you end up Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> oh my God, I went back again. It's just so, there's so many callbacks to these these stories. They're, um, Harvey Weinstein seems like just a distant memory now. So many celebs just, oh, exposed, Spacey, Hoffman, CK, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen bloody raped a dude. Oh, man. It's it's a lot. It's depressing. It's depressing. Um, but you're going to hear some crazy stories. 
Let's let's see how crazy the world is. These are actually these are the, the more normal stories I've got, but here's some crazier stories, um, which I instantly snapped. I'm gonna get progress. Yeah, I've got two stories here. One is this: cyclist is sued. You ready? What for? What do you think a cyclist is sued for? Here's a headline: cyclist sued for breaking cab windscreen with his head. A cyclist whose head shattered a taxi windscreen in a horrific crash today spoke of his shock after being sued by the cab firm for up to £5,000 in damages. Oh, okay. Sasha Evans, 28, um, said he was lucky to be alive, but unlucky to be named Sasha. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, lucky to be alive after suffering severe head trauma when he was thrown in the air um, following a collision with a Ford Galaxy at a junction in Nunhead, South London. Um, the teaching assistant broke his leg, teeth, cheekbone and suffered permanent facial scarring in a 3am crash in January 2015. He spent six days in King's College Hospital on Denmark Hill. Mr Evans, who, has, who is also a musician and a student at Goldsmiths, um, only recently managed to get back on his bike after months of physiotherapy and four months off work it was only when trying to take out a loan to cover his loss of earnings did he realize the mini cab firm the keen group um, made a claim against him to court um, he claims the court summons were sent to an old address before judgment was imposed in his absence and he was ordered to pay three and a half thousand pounds in damages plus legal costs tomorrow mr evans is facing the taxi company in central london county court the previous um, court judgment has been set aside leading to new claims from the firm. Like, give it up, firm. Like, it's just, that's ridiculous. Like, why would you go down that route? Um, uh, uh, Mr. Evans is counterclaiming for an amount likely to be £10,000. Uh, the multi-instrumentalist, a member of the indie band Housewives, who lives on the houseboat in West London, said, I still have huge problems with my leg and I'm lucky to be alive. I've got permanent facial scars and still intense pain and I walk for a long time. It's been a nightmare. Um, he has been crowdfunded to raise £850 to fund a medical report and legal fees. Uh, yeah, the King Group approached a comment said, nah, like, come on now. Sometimes you just got to humble yourself in it. Like the cab firm, like when you lick someone off their bike, you've just, just got to be part of you that goes. Like when your legal guy comes and goes, right, so you've got a damaged windscreen, yeah, are we going to claim it off the cyclists? I'm going to sue him. That's when someone's going to put a hand on that person's shoulder and goes, um, um, Steve, can we can we talk outside for a bit, mate? What? I'll just make a suggestion about this recent accident. Yeah, no, I know, I know, Steve, I know, Steve. Just, just, just come, out, just come outside. Come outside, mate. Um, quick question, Steve. Yeah, what the fuck is going through your mind, mate? What you just hit the guy with your taxi? You don't sue him. You treat him nicely. You make sure he doesn't sue us. We do all we can to make his life better, and make sure that our costs are less than ten thousand pounds because it is still a business. So let's um. You know, it's not a charity here. We're not a hospital. Um, so, yeah, it's got to be commercial. If the, if the settlement's 10 grand, make sure our costs are less than 10 grand in sorting this uh, Sasha guy out. Yeah? Wait a minute, his name's Sasha? Yeah, bloke, yeah. You don't... 
it's not it's not woman though. No. Oh. Alright, that no, fair enough. Anyway, enough of that. Yeah, so just make sure you treat him nicely. He goes off, leaves work at four o'clock, he's the boss. Leaves Steve there to file the paperwork. What he's then do is just call Sasha to say how you doing, fella. Sorry about the accident. Instead he goes, you know what? Fuck it, I'm suing him. I ain't paying for this windscreen. I ain't being docked out of my wages. Not a chance. Or is it wages? Do cab drivers have wages now? So that Uber thing, the employment tribunal. That Uber have to treat their drivers as employees now. They're not self-employed. Which means that they're going to have to start paying more taxes. So we've gone full cycle on this podcast. We've called back to the taxes now. Taxes for taxis. Um, maybe that's the name of the podcast. Taxes for taxis. I like it. That's how the podcast names come about, by the way. It's just the thing that sticks in my head when I save the podcast. That becomes the the title. But yeah, that's um yeah, Uber had some shit few months, ain't they? Proper shit. What's going on in the world? Big companies failing. Big stars being exposed. Is this world going to a better place? Is that what's happening? Could that be happening? Could that actually be happening? People being held accountable for their actions. No. No. Nah, it's too soon. It can never happen. But let's uh, let's wrap up the podcast with... Um, so, well, I did see this other story, but I don't think I've got time. I, I didn't read it. I saw like a woman who's a sex addict had sex with like over 100 people. While she's married with kids. I mean, that's just people having sex. I don't care about that. But let's go to the Metro relationship bit. Because I like this bit. It's called Should I Stay With My Tantrum Man? Oh, dear. Um, I am a 34-year-old man. And I've been in a relationship with a great guy. <laughs> that is that is a call out to, uh, to the Brilliant Idiots podcast. Um, so I'm a, I'm a 34 year old man I've been in a relationship with a great guy for nearly a year um, and a half we love each other and enjoy getting to know each other um, yeah cool that's fine um, what's conflicting me though is that he has a constant cloud above him and while I'm very supportive his issues are now affecting me okay um, he can be very negative has constant meltdowns and is always distressed oh, okay so he's not He's not physically violent. He's, his tantrums are kind of... Do you sound like tantrums at the moment? Anyway, he has sought therapy a number of times. Oh, good. And before, and is aware of his issues and coping mechanisms. But he doesn't really follow them up. Ah, okay, right. He isn't particularly affectionate either, and our relationship can feel a bit sexless at times. We have discussed these issues on various occasions, but they don't seem to affect him as they do me, and so they are dismissed or ignored. I love him, but sometimes I feel like our future isn't bright. Should I be supportive or support myself? Right. See, this isn't as, um, as trashy as the other ones. <laughs> it just seems like a guy who, who cares about someone but um, doesn't seem to be getting the same back. Look, here's my advice on this. Um, always got to support yourself. You can't support someone else. You can't support yourself. No, I mean, you've got to love yourself first. So I always tell the girls, yeah, tell them, always tell them, look, you got to love yourself first. No, Helen, you got to love yourself first. Yeah? Beverly, come on. 
Love yourself first, then you can love someone else, alright? No, you gotta love yourself before you even love your kids. You gotta love yourself. So you gotta do, you gotta, uh, you gotta support yourself first. You gotta think what's right for you. There's no problem being in a relationship, but it's just right for someone else and not right for you. You're in a relationship yourself. Imagine that, spending like two years trying to be someone else for someone else, and they just fuck you off and leave you. You're a shell of the guy you was before you got in a relationship. Now you don't even know who you are. You've lost all sense of identity. And they've taken all the good stuff from the relationship away. And they're flipping great. They're flying. And you're left there. A shell. A shell of a man. You don't want to do that. So, um, yeah, these aren't these don't really sound like tantrums. Um, but he just seems a bit stressed and stuff. And he's sought therapy. Fine. Uh, you've got to get him to go to therapy. You've got to make an ultimatum. You've got to look. You've got to go to therapy. Sort this out. This ain't good. You gotta keep up your coping stuff. Try, yeah, try and support that, but everything's got its time limit. Time limit, man. I've been in relationships, not where people had constant meltdowns. Actually, no, no, she did. One of them did. Um, it just gets tiring. You just get fatigued trying to support the person, and especially when you feel like they're not actually making the effort to change their behaviour. Like you know, this guy here has coping mechanisms, has therapy, but he's not actually implementing any of them. So. That just seems like a whole waste of your time. I was thinking about just how many other people you could be with. Remember love? Sounds bad, right? Love is like temporary, I think. I think you've got to choose to love people after a certain amount of time. But when you first begin, you don't feel like you can control the feeling. It just pops up. It's there. This person's great. I love them. But if after a while, you've got to start choosing to love them. And I think you can actually just be in love with someone. You gotta keep on putting that effort into a relationship. And you, oh yeah, although you might feel like you're gonna lose out on love now, just you you'll stop yourself, get with someone better. Um, so I don't think this relationship's right at the end. I think that it just needs a little bit of work. Um, he needs to put as much effort in as in the guy who wrote the wrote the the um the letter in as well. Once you're on the same level, we'll work out. If it doesn't, fuck him off. Yeah? It's only a little bit of love. You can just you can love someone else. It's totally fine. Don't, don't you worry about it, darling. That's what I'll tell him. That's my advice. See, but see, that was like a normal dilemma, though. There was no, there was no madness to that. There's no madness. There's got, oh, I do have a madder story. There you go. We'll end on this because that dilemma, it was, no, it was fine. It was fine to deal with. But yeah, it's what this podcast is about. Here it is. Keep it keep her lucky to be alive as she's mauled by Zoo's tiger. <laughs> right, not being racist. What colour is the zookeeper? <laughs> a zookeeper stared death in the face when a Siberian tiger attacked her in front of horrified visitors. I guess I would be horrified if I was actually there. I mean, I don't want to see anyone actually mauled and eaten alive by a tiger. The big cat pounced um, as she brought food to the animal, but her life was saved by onlookers who shouted and threw sticks and stones at the beast. Um, yeah, shouting at the beast, that, that'll work. Oi, stop biting her! Stop biting her! Tiger's there, just like, you what? Stop biting... Oh! Do you know what? No. That... I mean, I would like to, but what what should I do instead? 
If I'm not biting her, then what should I bite? She's bought your food. Eat the food. I don't know. No, true. Fair point. Um, Alright. But I'm pretty hungry, so I think I could eat the food and then her. Um, can I just eat her as well? No, leave her alone. Alright, fine. Fine. Fucking killjoys. Um, some visitors even lifted the table and chairs um, from a nearby cafe and the, <laughs> the guys by the cafe just like, get off my tables. No, do not take my chairs. You cannot take my chairs. You cannot take my tables. Do not throw them in. Oh, no. You, you've thrown them into the tiger enclosure. This is ridiculous. Tigers do not use tables and chairs. Why have you given them to the tiger? Are you going to go in there and get them back from the tiger? No, you're not. Now you have ruined my cafe and people cannot sit down and have cake. Anyway. <laughs> uh, from a nearby cafe and I hold them into the enclosure. I've just got this image and no one even explained to the guy why they're taking the tables and chairs. Sorry, mate, you need this. No, come back. Um, yeah, nearby a cafe, they held them into the enclosure to distract a 16-year-old male tiger called Typhoon. 16 years old. Go for puberty. Just leave me alone. Why is everyone staring at me? Who's this bitch? I'm going to fucking eat her. <laughs> Just a moody teenager. And the big cat was supposed to be in the cage in Kalingrad Zoo, Russia. Uh, but the gate had been left ajar, following, allowing the 28 stone animal to escape an attacker. Jeez, 28 stone of tiger just on top of you. Pictures show the woman lying on the ground with the tiger on top of her, biting and pouring at her face and arms. One visitor said, her face was bleeding. She screamed and tried to fight off the animal. Um, Typhoon, who has never attacked a keeper before, probably because Typhoon was locked in a cage, um, uh, was described as bad-tempered and aggressive by spokesman for the zoo. Um, listen, don't call a tiger bad-tempered and aggressive, right? You kept in a cage for all this time, and now you're just walking around its, its yard. Don't piss me off, right? I might be here running through hoops and stuff, yeah? Riding a bike, but man's a tiger. Never forget that, yeah? I'm a tiger, and listen, I'm not related to Tony. This ain't a Frosty's thing. Man's a real tiger, bad man tiger. Not a sheer canting from Jungle Book, neither, blood, no. Real tiger. Nyam your head off, 28 stones, 16 years old, I'm pissed off. There's no tiger pussy in here. It's just me just being looked at by fucking humans, I ain't even got laid. 16 years old, I ain't got laid, Do you know how long that is in cat years? 16 times 7, that's that's a lot. <laughs> I can't do the maths. Yeah, that's an old ass tiger. Hasn't boned a lady tiger. In his life. Of course he's bad tempered and aggressive. He's not taking a piss. Um, as I said. Sorry. Uh, Typhoon who has never attacked a keeper before. Was described as bad tempered and aggressive. By a spokesman for the zoo. Visitors shouted and threw stones. To distract the tiger. Allowing her to hide. He added. Um, the woman who has not been named. Um, but her face is pretty clear. If you know this woman from the picture. Then like, you know it's her. If this is your sister, 
you know that's your sister being attacked by a tiger. Um, was it, yeah, the woman who has not been named is in a stable condition in intensive care after suffering multiple injuries um, in the attack at the weekend. She's conscious. She's conscious. Uh, there is no threat to her life, said the uh, hospital spokesman. Criminal investigation underway. What do you mean criminal investigation? What? No fi- fucking nicked a tiger. Put in handcuffs, I. Uh, hello, you you typhoon? Ah, oh, typhoon. Um, you're under arrest for the unlawful attack of a zookeeper. Uh, you don't have to say anything. Maybe you do say, uh, maybe using evidence in the court against you. Uh, tiger's just like, um, excuse me, I'm a fucking tiger, so you can't arrest me. Uh, well, we can. We just nicked you, typhoon. Right, just let me out the fucking car. Let's get these cuffs off me. Typhoon, calm down, please, sir. Calm down. So get these fucking cuffs off me. Just get, he just gets shot in the neck. Tranquilised. Wakes up in a cell. All these other tigers. Like, what are you in there for? Tap the zookeeper, you. Yeah, attack the zookeeper too. You? Yeah, attack the zookeeper. There's another tiger in the corner. He's quiet. Why is he so quiet? Hey, what are you doing here, mate? Um... Um, I'm just, uh, um, I, 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 I didn't want to sell cereal anymore. Wait, wait a minute. You're Tony. Say, say the catchphrase, mate. No, mate, I don't want, I don't say catchphrase. No, it's been a long night. I've had too much to drink. Long day on set. Filming adverts for fucking frosted cereal. I just don't want to do this anymore, alright? Come on, just say it. Fucking say it. I, I don't... Just fucking say it, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love the idea of Tiger Prison. But, anyway, that is the end of the podcast. Um, I've got to get back online and start arguing with people um, about this guy who made derogatory comments about black women on the radio. Um, just a lot of... People just basically cussing him for the way he looks. Like, can I not see the irony of that? He cussed people for the way they look. So to resolve it, they're going to cuss him for the way he looks. They're saying that, oh, he doesn't love his mother. Think about his mother. Then after comments, stagging off his mother for the way she brought him up. Then they're saying he don't love himself. Then after comments, from black people, slagging him off for him being dark-skinned. What are you talking about? You lot chatting absolute fucking nonsense. Sorry of that, will you? You look fucking embarrassing yourself on the internet. Anyway, so I'm going to get back on there to start trolling again. Because this is all I do. Alright, that is the end of the podcast. This is episode 41 of Gross Brain Dumb. And this was me, Darren Griffiths. Okay, see you later. <laughs>